Welcome to Crossroads and Cauldrons. We are two witches with jobs, families, and busy lives just like you. We talk about weaving the web of community, practicing magic, and life in the Deep South. Hey, everybody. Uh, Welcome to Crossroads and Cauldrons. And we have not been recording for a while. So I think our last episode was in October of 2020. And now it's January. Well, it's January for me. It's February for you of 2021. So we've had a break and uh, we're back and feeling rested and refreshed and good. And I have a couple of a couple of news items. So the first news is sad news. The sad news is We don't have Luna anymore. She is focusing her time on her grandbabies and herself and her home. So she is taking a break from podcasting. And so we miss you, Luna, and we love you and we wish you all the best. But I do have some exciting news as well. I'm not going to be here alone chattering into the abyss forever like I do. I have a co-host and... You may be familiar with her work. I'm back! It's Eva! Eva's back. Eva comes with her own. She comes with her own fanfare. How about that? So for those of you, right? For those of you who do not know or or have been listening in the past year, Eva was one of our early hosts, co-hosts, and uh, she took a break to focus on her studies, and she is back, obviously just bursting with energy, and we're so excited to have her here. So show some love for Aoife in the comments, and um, yeah, here we are. Yay. Hey good to girl. be back. Hey it's girl. good to have you back. I missed you. I missed your face. I miss your face, too. Here it is. It's right here. Mm-hmm. It's glorious. Here. Thank you. Thank you. I, I fixed it just for you. I didn't. I didn't fix it. It's the same face. Um, So I figure for this episode, we're just going to catch up because we've been gone. So we've we've got like uh, you've been gone for a while and we've had holidays and whoo, a lot of stuff going on. So you want to go first? A whole whole, whole pandemic, a whole whole pandemic. Mm -hmm. You missed so much stuff. So tell me, what have you been doing? You took a break to focus on your shadow work and your studies. How did how did yeah. that go? It was awful. In the best way possible. I just snorted coffee. Sorry. Carry on. No, no. <laughs> I mean, I could lie and tell you that it was great and I loved it. But I'm going to tell you right now, anybody who says that shadow work is awesome and they love it, they're not doing it right. I have questions. I would definitely have questions. I would, yes, I would have questions for them. Like uh, they could be extremely masochistic and really enjoy they, they, beating the they shit could. out of themselves. Yeah. yeah, but it's not that kind of beating the shit no, out of themselves. No, it isn't. So it's not the pleasant kind. Wink, wink, wink. <laughs> so yeah, it was it was tough, and I knew it was going to be tough, which is why I needed to pull back and focus focus my energy, focus my thoughts on what I was doing and not get distracted and cause it's easy to do, especially oh, yeah. when you're, 
when you're facing down, you know, the toxic parts of yourself that you don't want to face down, the things that you would rather not focus on, the things that you would rather not even acknowledge exist. You know, there's lots of things that can distract you and they try to really hard. So I knew it was the right thing to do. And thank you for your support. I appreciate that. Um, And your patience for me to come back. Um, But no, it it was it was a tough year. And um, yeah, and I, I knew that I was going through it in the right way, because those who were going through it with me were experiencing similar things. So even though it's you're doing the work alone, you you nobody can do it for you. You know, being in a class and having people go through their own journeys at the same time was comforting in a way because I knew that we were actually doing the work and we weren't just deceiving ourselves and saying, oh, I'm just making this shit up, you know, because if everybody else is going through it too, something must be working. And then you come out at the end and everything is better, but not perfect because what even is perfect? Oh, and Shadow, you know. Oh, oh God, Virgo. Yep, yep, yep. We missed we missed that. We missed that for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but, uh, you know, and, and it's something that doesn't end. Obviously, it's going to continue right. to be a, pro- a lifelong process. But that first, um, that first really big push in kind of merging with your shadow, um, particularly on a personal level, Mm-hmm. It is, yeah. It, it definitely feels like once you're once you start coming out of that, it's like you know when you okay. This is I don't know. You know when you swim and you go down deep, and then you think you have more time to get to the surface than you do, and you're holding your breath, and then you swim up, and you you can see through it, and you think you're at the surface, and you think you're at the surface, and you think you're at the surface, and by the time you finally break through, you're ready to die. <laughs> you wow. just almost just died. Um, yeah. That's what it feels like, that first round, uh, yeah. I, for me. No, it's true. And and to translate that into practical terms, what it feels like is, I want out. I want out. I want out. I don't want to do this shit anymore. I don't want to do this shit anymore. I'm over it. I'm so freaking over it. And every day, you have to wake up and decide, am I just going to give up or am I going to keep going? And you just keep on swimming. You swim through it, you know, unless you want out. Because there's always an out. You can always give up. But I'm not the type of person to give up. So I suck it out, even though I hated it every single day. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure I woke up every day saying, I hate everybody. You did. <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty sure that was like my mantra every freaking day during the whole process. Like, I hate everybody. Because that's I was just going through the muck. Yeah, absolutely. And, you yeah. know with that particular brand of, of soul work, Mm -hmm. even if you quit, you don't necessarily come through. That's one of those things where you kind of have to go through it to, to get through it. You know what I mean? Like you can stop, you can push it all back down, you know, pretend it's not there. It's still there. You know, you're eventually going to have to deal with that shit. (laughs) Right. Which is why I didn't give up because I knew I'm either going to do this now or it's going to come and bite me on the ass later and I was like, well, I'm in the middle of it now, so I might as well just keep going. That's what, you know, <laughs> I've said this before. If you don't do your shadow work, your shadow work will do you. 
you don't want that. You don't want, <laughs> you want that. to be in control of that situation as much as possible. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, and of course, you know, the work itself is going to be different for everyone because everybody has different issues. Everyone has different trauma. Everyone has different, you know, past experiences that they're having to deal with, heal, purge, um, all of that. But, you know, the, the techniques that we were doing were all the same techniques. So it was, it was great to see not only myself heal, but my friends and my brother and sister witches, you know, who were in the thick of it with me. I, I saw them grow and heal. And that was amazing. Gosh, I had a really excellent, excellent friend. I don't know if she listens to the podcast. So Tara, if you're out there, I love you and I miss you. Um, who was uh, my friend through that. And we were both kind of in the same um, same boat. You know, a lot of folks in my class were either younger or um, a lot older and, and didn't have kids or their kids were already grown and moved out. So I was, you know, homeschooling two kids and they were small and I was working and it was stressful. And she was in the same boat. She also was homeschooling two kids and, um, we would be up at three o'clock in the morning, you know, texting back and forth, trying to get our homework finished. But she was my lifeline and sort of, gosh, being able to share that experience with her, you know, um, was incredible. And I don't know what I would have done without her, quite frankly. So I, I feel you on just going through that. You know, you like you said, you go through your own stuff alone. You know, a witch is always mm-hmm. alone. A witch is never alone. Um, yep. But but to have someone kind of walk along the path with you doing their own work is profoundly helpful. So Absolutely. I like that. Well, good. And so you got all that done. Oh, go ahead. Yep. And super shout out to my husband who was the most patient and tolerant person in the world while I went through it all because he's not a magical practitioner at all. He doesn't know the first thing about any of this stuff. All he saw me was breaking down every day. And he just took it in stride. He was so patient and comforting and supportive. And, you know, we even, you know, had lots of talks about it and everything. And he's like, are you sure this is the right thing? Are you sure you're doing what you're supposed to be doing? And I'm like, look, I just got to get through this shit. I just got to get through it. And he was like, okay. Yeah. So super shout out to him. Shout out to you, husband, Ifa's husband. Yes, mine was very, very patient during that process, too. He walked around with big eyes and very quiet steps for several months during that process. He just didn't want to set me off, you know? Mm-hmm. I think I think there were a lot of people that were just so patient with me during that. So thank you to all of those folks. Our sound guy was very patient with me during that, for crying out loud. Um yeah. So shadow work, that's important and uh, stressful. And hey, how was it <laughs> during 2020? While I feel that the the whole planet is doing a little bit of shadow work. So how did that feel um, sort of on top of your first r- in-depth round of personal shadow work? <laughs> it sucked. Yay. (laughs) Because on top of my own personal issues that I'm having to deal with, I'm having to deal with, you know, suddenly my husband's working from home, which is great. We are 
profoundly grateful that he was able to continue working. I unfortunately was not able to work through and still I'm not working through it all. So, you know, kudos to him for, you know, keeping that going. And, but suddenly I have my husband home 24 seven in this little house and our house is not big. Um, but we're both here all the time with two cats who loved it. The cats loved it because they had a warm lap all day, every day. Um, but it was a big shift because suddenly we're both here all the time. Um, and then we had to worry about my husband is um, high risk. So we had to worry about like, how are we going to get groceries? How are we going to do this? How are we going to do that? And that all fell to me. That was all my responsibility, you know, coordinating, you know, shopping and getting gas in the car, even though we hardly went anywhere, um, you know, things like that eventually need to be done. So I became the frontline defender in this household. So I had to come up with, you know, my own protocols of, you know, like how are we going to clean everything down when it comes in the house? And, you know, I felt like I had to protect my husband while I'm going through shadow work. You know, so it was just like all these responsibilities while I'm going through the most emotional, intense portion of my entire life. And I'm an earth sign. So I'm trying to ground it and stay grounded. And that ain't happening. Not just any earth sign, ma'am. <laughs> Not just any All earth of sign. your plans <laughs> were disrupted, Madam Virgo. <laughs> so disrupted. Yeah. So disrupted. Yeah. It was, it was tough, you know? And then just to look around me and watch the entire world just freak out. Um, I mean, yeah, but I mean, I, for reasons, because yeah, freak out, there's a pandemic going on. But to see the people who are not taking it seriously, and that adding a level of stress, because if you if people don't take it seriously, it's not going to go away, or it's going to linger. And guess what happened? Here did we it are. linger? Yeah, it, it lingered. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of frustrations. You know, I would say um, 2020, I wasn't doing my personal shadow work, but I felt the energy of the year. Like I felt just kind of it. It felt murky, like the ethers Mm -hmm. felt clouded and foggy and murky. Like there was just residual stuff floating all around that, you know, that's kind of what we do is process those energies and and can, uh, you know, kind of maintain the balance of all these forces that are happening all the time. So I, I feel like a lot of people, not necessarily um, practitioners per se, but just everyone's feelings and stress and, and fears and worries, all of that was just making this really murky sort of astral environment. Like the weather on the other side has been hurricane weather all fucking year. And it's exhausting, you know, in the best of times, you know, if I wasn't doing shadow work. So I imagine that uh, you and your class had a a rough go of it. It also kind of is, uh, this is good. This is me. Smack me if you need to. Yes. It makes it more difficult because there's more to process. It also, the environment energetically was perfect for processing shadow shit because it's going to, I know don't slap me yet because it's, Everything was wide open and it's bringing shit up. You didn't have to dig. I mean, you did. You, you had to dig, but you didn't have to go hunting for things to come up. It's just all bubbling, bubbling, bubbling up to the surface. So that's supportive of 
shadow work, although the experience of it is more difficult or, or sort of all at once. I, I, I talk, I'm going to make a weird comparison here. <laughs> I have two children. The first child, I had a long labor. So it wasn't a bad labor because it was so spread out. My second child, I only had six hours of labor from, from start to baby. And it was just, it felt like the same amount of laboring all squished into a, a smaller period. So it was absolutely fucking miserable. I hated every second of it. And I was a nightmare. Anyone who was present can tell you. Um, but that's kind of what I'm saying. Like the results are, it, it's just compounding the feelings, but it's happening in a more efficient way, if that makes any sense. Efficient. Efficient. Wow. Well, I know. Well, for me, you know, I didn't start to feel, I felt like the work was continuing for, for several months afterward. Like I continued to feel shifts for months, but I feel like you guys have done a whole lot of shifting in a short period of time. A whole lot of shifting. Yep. And, you know, we, we joked about the possibility that um, it's all my fault. Um, so I, I would like to apologize to everyone for the pandemic. Oh, Lord, you're going to be getting lawsuits. That's a joke, people. But seriously, it might have been my fault. What'd you do? How is it your fault? What? What? We're not going to talk about that. Oh, we're not going to tell how it's your fault. You're just going to take credit for right, it. Right, right. I'm All just right. going to apologize for it. Thanks, Eva. <laughs> if, if if I had anything to do with that, I apologize. Uh, I did not. She's, she's sorry. She's sorry. She's I'm sorry. sorry. I'm sorry. That's where oh. you went away to. Oh, damn. It's all working together now. She disappeared. <laughs> COVID arrived. Now we got a vaccine. She's back. What? Uh, no, if anything, if I, if I caused anything, it was, if I caused anything of the shadow work of the planet last year, it was not the COVIDs. It was probably other aspects. The, the social issues. Mm, mm-hmm. That's, that that may have been yeah i may have contributed to that energetically oh yes no now i know exactly what you're talking you know about. what i'm talking we about we talked about this before but it wasn't coming yeah. to my brain but now it's there yep, yep. yeah now you know. for sure um yeah so anyway moving right along and we may have just made that worse uh guess what guess what, what? i got i got recently and I'm so excited about it. I acquired a weaving loom. So this is just, this is a moment for me. So um, if you follow my Instagram, then you see me posting pictures of like my fiber arts here and there. And my dream, my dream has been to have a floor loom forever. And I had a rigid heddle loom that I was borrowing from my mom. If you don't know what I'm talking about, then it's okay. Just close your ears. I'll, I'll be done in a minute. Um, but uh, I work with weavers and I work with the fates and I work with spinner goddesses and it's really become part of my practice, you know, my fiber arts. In fact, I think my, my practice is what led me to pursue my fiber arts. So it's, it's more than, you know, just an art form for me. It's a spiritual, it's part of my spiritual practice. So I've been wanting a, a floor loom forever and I have one now and I got it used from a lovely couple, you know, out in Ellisville. And I I just got my first warp is uh, I'm in the process of threading it. So I've been working on it for a few days and I can't wait. So my Instagram is going to become full of pictures of my loom and lots of thread and strings and my thoughts about weaving and all of that. So the end, I'm, I'm a person that feels like if you are going to use a spiritual metaphor, um, 
try doing the thing. Like, like, uh, just like talking about shadow work and doing shadow work are totally different things. Using the metaphor of weaving and talking about weaving, it's a great metaphor. We use it all the time in, in all sorts of spiritual practices all over the globe have spinner goddesses and weaver goddesses, you, you know, different cultures that were vastly different. There's a reason because these people that were creating these stories had their hands on the loom. They were spinning fiber. They were, you know, they were doing the work and there's an additional mystery when you actually get your hands in the work. So if you have an opportunity to do that and you're, and you're drawn to weaver goddesses and things like that, get your hands in the work because there's, there's a totally different aspect to it. There's another whole mystery behind it. It's not just a metaphor, you know? So I encourage that. Go spin, go weave. Talk to me about weaving things. All right, I'm done. I'm done with my rant about my loom. Maybe, maybe I Congratulations am. on your loom. Thank you. I'm so excited. Look, you know, I, so it's interesting too. This is a little interesting bit of synchronicity. I'm still talking about it, aren't I? That's fine. Um, I wanted one. I've been wanting one. They're very expensive. So I'm like, I'm going to save up for one. And I was, I did a little budget at the end of the year. And I was like, I'm going to get my loom. It's going to happen. And I was going to save up this, you know, and I was like, this is how much I'll have to save up a month for the next six years to get, okay, that's fine. I can have it in six years, but I really didn't want to. And the petulant side of me was like, I want one this year. And so I just put it out there. I did my magic, you know how I do. And uh, I said, I'm going to have a loom by the end of this year, period, the end. So mode it be. And um, I had one in particular that I wanted, and that's what I had budgeted for. And my husband, lovely, lovely person that he is, actually ended up getting a bonus from work. And he said, I'm going to put this much towards your loom fund. And I was like, oh, you're the best. Thanks. Now I only need to save for four years. Yay. Um, But I was trying to figure out ways and like side hustles and how can I get this done this year? And I'll be damned. If I was, I was working on a, um, a speech that I was making for uh, a local UU and at, it was in a different town than I am. I'm in a, I'm in one town. This was in d- another town in my state and a message popped up showing this loom for sale in that town while I was working on the speech for that thing. And that's what caught my eye. And I don't ever get like Facebook marketplace type uh, messages because I don't buy stuff because I'm cheap. Um, But I don't ever get those notifications ever. So I don't even know how I got this notification. But it caught my attention because the town name was where I was doing that speech. So I saw the name and I was like, wait, what? what is this? I thought I was getting an email from those people. (laughs) Um, And then I started looking at it and it was the exact same price as the amount of money my husband donated to my loom fund. And I was like, oh, fuck. I'm going to go get it. And it Uh came with all kinds of extra goodies because, you know, somebody had bought all the things and then didn't use it. So now I have all the things. Woohoo! So yeah, synchronicity. And like, man, that was pretty quick. I said, by the end of the year, this happened in January. I feel like I need to use my manifestation power this year. It seems to be on point. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So how were your holidays? Lonely? Um, I mean, quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Quiet, but good. So. Same. Yeah. Ours were, it was really nice. Um, you know, because everybody had COVID holidays. I had COVID holidays. Um, but I was just home 
you know, with my kids and my husband. And it was really nice. And we just cooked for just ourselves. We we have a lot of family. So we're normally doing a lot of going here, going there, going. It, it's always just kind of a mad rush. And I, I can never enjoy it because it's so stressful. And, you know, Yule is happening. So I'm usually hosting a ritual as well. And it's just from October through January is just a blur every year. So it wasn't this year. We got to cook. You know, we made uh, Thanksgiving dinner, me and my husband, just for the four of us. And we made a feast and it was really nice. And we just hung out and watched movies and played board games and just, just had a really good time, just the four of us. So my husband's been building lots of fires and just it's just been really nice just focusing on us. Um, yeah. And now I still, have, I still have my lights up outside and I still turn them on at night because go, reasons. Go I mean, Do you? It's festive. <laughs> it's, it's, festive. Delightful. it's delightful. It's right? delightful. Damn it. You know, I even so- have my, uh, my tree is still up mm-hmm. and uh, let's see, I, I redecorated it. I did a red, white, and blue with some little flags for nice inauguration, for inauguration day. Woohoo. That's awesome. And then, and then yesterday I took down the blue ornaments and the flags and I put up pink ones. So now I've got red, white, and pink. For oh, for Valentine's like Valentine's. Yeah. I like that. I like and that I'm just going to keep redecorating my tree all year long because for I can Yes. Now I've look, I've talked about this before. When I grow up and I get my forever home, I want like a tiny little forest of trees. Uh, my, look, my mother-in-law sort of does this. She does this, but it kind of happened accidentally. She loves them. She loves Christmas. She loves trees. So she would just buys them and she's got this little forest in her house. Um, but I want to keep mine up all year and just decorate it for whatever season. You know, and some keep their Christmas ornaments or their Yule ornaments up until in bulk. So I salute you. Do that. If our house was big enough to keep that stuff up all year, I would too. But, you know, it's hard enough to walk around it for just December. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My house my house is not big enough, but I don't care. Girl. I'm making it, I'm making it work. It's whatever. Do you? Do you? Uh, yeah, I, I can't with four people in the ha- and all the animals. Dear God. The cats all the way in it all the time. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, but that's awesome. So I enjoyed, I enjoyed being home. I've, I'm gone into full hermit mode, which I really like. I really like being home. <laughs> you guys love it. Me too. Not going to lie. Not going to lie. I like being home. Um, But I, you know, I, I, I miss people too. I miss having ritual. I miss having um public ritual. I do miss that. I miss seeing everyone and community stuff coming together. I do miss that. Um, but I should be really well rested and gung ho when we get back together. I did some online stuff for a while, uh, but that's so much more stressful than in person. It's the same amount of work setting up and writing a ritual. All of that stuff is the same. I just don't have any help, you know, and then recording it and uh, sharing it and all of that. And there's a low, a much lower attendance for online stuff. So I just quit doing it. There's so much out there. I just threw my lot in with other people and I'm trying to support other people that are doing uh, awesome stuff rather than keep on draining my own self. I'm so that's fun. Do you? Do um, you? Yeah. So, so, so you're, it's the same. That's awesome. It's the same. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's see. What have we talked about? We talked about the holidays. 
2020 mm-hmm. was insane. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the upcoming year. So, you know, I like to do themes each year. I think the first year we spent a lot of time going over, we did the witch's pyramid. And then what did we do? There was a theme, right? There's always a theme. It keeps me focused. I don't know what we did after that. Did we just make up stuff? I don't know. We had a lot of guests. We did have a lot of guests. Um, And then last year we did the 13 goals of the witch, which carried us through the whole year. That was a, that was awesome. Um, So this year I don't, I don't necessarily have a plan. (laughs) Like I don't have a, a theme. I was thinking about, I've got a few things. So maybe our listeners can give us some input. I would like to hear their thoughts. Um, I'm thinking about doing a Sabbath series. I'm thinking about doing, you know, kind of a Zodiac mini astrology kind of series, maybe. Um, that would be fun to explore. We could do uh, the moons. We could focus on the 13 moons of the year. There's other. There's all kinds of themes I could stick with here. Um, I've thought about doing talking about some um, spellcraft, like different aspects of spellcraft and how it works and stuff like that. Um, what do you, what do you want to talk about this year? Um, I don't know. You don't know? The moon stuff sounds good. The astrological stuff sounds good. Let's hear from our listeners. What did they Let's want hear to hear? Let's hear from our listeners. What do yeah. they want to hear? Yeah. And you're about make, to embark. Yeah. What's going to make them tune in. That's, that's kind of what I want to hear too. So yeah. make sure that you comment and, and respond on this or email us or however you want to get in touch with us and let us know what you want to hear about. Cause you know, we're running out of ideas <laughs> basically, <laughs> unless you just want to hear us just talk about whatever you're fixing to start a new level of study. I am. Are you excited about it? What are you going to be studying? Oh. Tell us everything. Oh my God, I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) I have waited since my first day. Well, before my first day of this level of training. Well, not level, but this course of training, this this Mm -hmm. traditions training. Since before I even started, I've looked forward to level four that I'm about to start, which is all about ceremonial magic, Kabbalah, um... Ah, that sort of thing. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Look, when I first met you, and I, I, I think we've told this story before. When I first met her, because we're in the same tradition, I was in, or I had just finished the year that you're talking about, or I was, I, I was in like my last month of it, I think. Yes. Yes. Because I finished in September. We met in August. It's true. <laughs> I'm thinking, were you in that one or were you in three? No, I had our, the first time I went to Temple Fest, I had finished three, but we were at the farm. Okay. When I met you, we were at the, at the Sergeant Center. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that was yeah. four. Yeah. yeah. But I couldn't do the um, consecration yet because I hadn't quite finished. I had that, that month, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah. So, but w- when I first met you, you had finished level one. And I remember thinking, I might have even said to you, oh gosh, you're going to love four. You, yep. You're going to love four. Why aren't you in yep. four? Because of the things that you were talking about and the way that you were, you know, framing things. I was like, oh man, she's, yeah, she's going to love four. Um, so now you're here. Yay! I'm here. Oh my it's God. So I'm so excited. I cannot tell you guys how many times Selena has said, why are you not in four yet? Why are you not in four? <laughs> what are you in for? Why are you not in four? And I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm going as fast as I can. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna love it you're gonna love it 
it's yes, you're going to be messaging me all the time. So um, it was one of my favorite, absolute favorite years as well. I didn't know I was going to love it so much. I liked the style of work in, in witchcraft three. So if you're not in our, our tradition, we're talking crazy to you right now. So we're in the temple of witchcraft tradition and the third level in the mystery school training is shadow work and shamanic uh, work, which I really enjoyed. (laughs) I enjoyed the visceral feel of it. Like I didn't like the shadow work, but the techniques I like, she don't like it. Y'all. Um, (laughs) You're such a Virgo, though. That makes total sense. I'm like a Sagittarius. I want a, any excuse to dance naked by around the fire by the drums. You're like, girl, it's too cold. I need a coat. <laughs> Where's my comfy chair? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but so I really, I deeply enjoyed the shamanic work. And I didn't know what to expect from the ceremonial magic. Because most of the ceremonial magician type people that I know are assholes or, or were at that time that I had met, I will say. Um, so for all you ceremonial magicians out there, if you're saying not all ceremonial magicians, it's you. If you're saying, yeah, I know those guys. Uh, okay. Then it's not you, but I was, I I didn't know what to expect, but I absolutely freaking loved it. It was wonderful and, and completely reshaped how I practice my craft. So enjoy. I can't wait to hear more as you go through. I have done so much pre-reading for this class. It's ridiculous. And I'm just like, I'm gobbling it up. It's delicious. It's so good. It's tasty. So good. It, goes, it goes down real easy. Mm. It's nice. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? We didn't have any listener questions. Isn't that crazy? I know. I know. Well, let's, I can we them. talk about, just for a second, let's talk mm-hmm. about traditions. And let's talk, okay, about, let's do it. Let's talk about paths. And um, just because I want, I would like to state that although Selena and I are part of the same tradition, we do not require or expect our listeners to be part of that tradition. And all paths and all traditions are welcome and are valid. And the reason that I say that is we have a listener who is a dear, dear friend. I love her so much, who started out in this tradition And at the end of it, you know, when it was all said and done, I asked her how it was. And she was like, oh, yeah, you know, I finished. And she seemed kind of timid in telling me that it wasn't for her and that she had started a course of study with another group. And oh, my God, I just like burst with love, you know, you know, congratulating her on finding her true path and, you know, seeking elsewhere and just figuring out what isn't right for you is just as important as figuring out what is right for you. So I wanted to say that to our listeners, just because she and I are in the same tradition doesn't mean it's the only one out there. There are lots of very powerful and valid paths. So don't be afraid to explore. Absolutely. No, I completely, I'm right there with you on that. I know we kind of have a common speech because we do share a tradition but yeah absolutely no we don't no that's that's ridiculous there are so many uh, dear friends and practitioners that i completely respect and admire of all different types of of traditions and to that particular person uh i adore her too and no i would hate for her to feel uh, you know uncomfortable but to be to add a clarifier she she completed the first year. Absolutely. She yeah. completed the first um, year. 
And, um, and yeah, but I would also like to point out that our particular tradition is, uh, that's why I like it because it doesn't put any other tradition above, you know, one above another or one type of practice or one particular pantheon or anything like that. You know, there are some, some witchcraft traditions that, you know, you've got specific deities and these are the, these are the rituals that we do. And these are when we do them and these are how we do them and that's it, you know? Um, And this is definitely not one of those traditions. So absolutely not. That's, this is, that's why I particularly claimed this one. Cause I fought, <laughs> I fought having a tradition for years until there was one that was like, do whatever you want. I was like, that's my, that's the one, that's the one for me. So yeah, absolutely. Um, so you wanted to talk about traditions. Is that the primary thing you wanted to talk about or is there yeah. other things you wanted to talk about? No, I just no. wanted to put that out there and let the listeners know that just because we talk about temple of witchcraft doesn't mm-hmm. mean that, you know, it's the only path out there. Yeah. Not um, at all. Yeah. And we're happy to answer questions about it, but you know, if you're part of another tradition, we don't look down on you. We don't think that we're better or worse than you. You, everyone is welcome. Yeah, absolutely. Of course. My goodness. Now, now I'm like worried. I'm like, oh my gosh, are there others that, that feel like we're disparaging to other traditions? I certainly hope not. I hope hope not. not. I hope not. So that's why I wanted to put that out there into the ether. It's out there. Now it's there. Now they know. If they didn't know, now they know. Yep. Aoife loves you. And Aoife loves you. And she's back. I'm so excited that you're back. I did miss you. You missed our whole 13 Goals of the Witch uh, series, but we talked about them at at length. So that was fun. We did a lot of gardening last year. Luna was uh, dropping all kinds of gardening information on us, which actually turned out to be perfect because she started that in January. And then by March, everybody needed a victory garden, you know, so that worked (laughs) out really well. Uh, But yeah, so but we've lost our our gardening correspondent. So I'm not going to be much help. I've got a lot of mud, you know, in my yard. Of course, it's January. But hopefully I can get that turned around. The end. Gosh, I'm feeling a little tired. <laughs> have we t- have we done all of the checking up and catching catching up and checking in that we're No, I guess so. Hey, guess what? I haven't told you this yet. What? We have um we got a date set for a guest to come on in February. Byron Ballard is coming on the show. <gasps> Stop. Absolutely. Absolutely adore her. She's got a Aww. new book coming out. She's she's coming on the show to talk about that, and uh, I can't wait. She is divine. If you're not familiar with her, familiarize yourself because you may have questions. She is wonderful. I love the way she talks, the way she words things, the way she writes. Yep, she's great. So that'll be fun. Fab. And you know, I'm I'm in conversation with a few other folks. Hopefully, we'll have a a few guests throughout the year to speak to. And uh, hopefully before next time we record, we'll figure out some stuff to talk about. So we'd love to hear your input. We'd love to hear your questions. We would love to hear you uh, excited that Aoife's back. Yay, <laughs> Nobody Yay. cares. Uh, girl, no, that's not true. They asked about you. We got all kinds of messages. Like, I'm so sorry. Whenever people get to that point where you take off, quit shaking your head. I can see you. Anyway, we get to that point in the uh, in the show Somebody will message me and be like, oh, my gosh, well, I'm sorry that Eva left, but I totally support her. I'll forward you the messages. Ha. Huh. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm sure they're as excited uh, to have you back as I am. And um, I don't know. I think we're I think we've talked enough. My coffee's gone. I've got to go refresh it. Yeah. All right. Well, 
that's that's all we've got for tonight. We just wanted to cu- catch up, touch base, say hello, Aoife, see what the heck she's been doing while she's been on her break. And I'm really excited to be back. So we will see you guys next time. We're going to be releasing episodes every other week, just like always. And uh, y'all have a really, really good rest of your winter. Thank you all so much for listening. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe through your favorite podcast provider. It helps get our podcast in front of more listeners just like you. Find us on facebook.com slash crossroads and cauldrons podcast. You can find our Instagram account at crossroads and cauldrons podcast and search for crossroads and cauldrons podcast on your favorite podcast provider for our latest episodes. Thanks again, everybody, and blessed be. Bye, y'all.